The 18 of Kyle pushes into the wall. Kevin Harvick into the wall. Race leader Mark Truex Jr. has just wrecked. Oh, and into the wall, the nine of Chase Elliott. Climbs out of the race car, but the fire's still burning on that right side. Byron felt like maybe the 11 ran him into the fence off of turn two. Byron takes that opportunity to possibly retaliate. Looking for career win number three. It's going to come at Texas. Tyler Reddick wins in the Lone Star State. Hey, race fans, welcome to another episode of Backseat Drivers. I'm Alex Weaver, joined by Kim Kuhn and Mamba Smith. The fam's back together and uh, just in time for the craziness of Texas. Uh, who would have thought? Not us. Uh, make sure and text 31032. You can text the keywords Kim or Mamba to agree, disagree, give your thoughts. We don't care what you say. If you just want to tell us how excited you are for Talladega, you text whatever you want. Keep it classy, though. All right. Let's get into everything from Texas because, man, it was uh, blazing hot in Texas this weekend. If you were joining us at the racetrack, it was just a mere 97 degrees at the start of the race. Many playoff drivers felt the heat and crashed out during this race. And we even saw a new rivalry form between Denny Hamlin and uh, William Byron. So were we surprised by how much of a wild card Texas became? I think heading into the weekend, maybe people thought it was going to be a little tamer, at least compared to Talladega and the mm -hmm. Roval. But I was in the garage yesterday talking to teams, and if you talk to them, it wasn't a surprise. And I talked to crew chief Adam Stevens, and he spoke to the fact that round one of the playoffs was very much about performance, and round two was going to be about luck. And he clarified he didn't just mean Talladega and the Roval. He included Texas in that because of the way the track is laid out. Two different ends of the racetrack, very flat or much more flatter in turns one and two. The banking drops off in two. And then three and four, they were basically wide open. And that place is interesting because, you know, in other tracks, you lose your line. You can kind of get out of the gas, collect it, and go. You cannot do that, as we saw at Texas. So I don't think the teams were necessarily surprised. And then you add in the factor of, you know, the next gen car and yeah. everything that's doing and some other factors. So I don't think it was surprising for teams, maybe fans, because so much emphasis is placed on Talladega and the Roval as being wild cards. So the craziness of Texas also created a new rivalry with Denny Hamlin and William Byron. The answers post-race were I don't even know what to say about them, but uh, we had one that uh, said he meant to spin him out, but then didn't mean to spin him out, and then another one that's going to give what is coming to all of these playoff drivers. We're just waiting for it, Dennis. We're waiting. Um, the rivalry between Willie B and, and Denny, though. Mamba, we'll start with you on this one. What did you see, and do you think there's going to be some, some bark associated with the bite that comes later, according to Denny? Uh, so it looked like, I mean, they were racing hard, and, you know, it looks like the 11 kind of took the line away from the 24, but he took it away from him at, at a point where he was already there, and it, it put the 24 in the fence. And we know that it doesn't take much to, to bend a toe link, and, and then you're really backtracking and in trouble for the rest of your day. So, um, and I think William is to this point where he feels like he's been getting Maybe a, yeah, maybe a little <laughs> lack of respect from his uh, racing peers. And I, I got to give it to him. Like, I didn't know that William Byron had that dog in him. And I love to see it. It, it reminds me of, like, Jeff, of JG towards the end of his career a little bit. Like, JG was, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, pushing Jeff Burton and just a real fiery guy. And I'm like, 
I see a little bit of more of the old 24 coming out of this new kid right here. So I, I love that. Uh, so, um, you know, it's been exciting. So Mama mentioned uh, what William had to say following the race. Here's his exact uh, words to Parker on NBC. Yeah, I didn't mean to yeah, obviously spin him out over there, but I'm obviously, you know, pissed off and um, just not going to get run like that. We've always run so well um, or raced so well together, so I don't, I don't know what it was all about. I mean, I, I keep hearing these guys, but, I, you know, I have just, I'll just add it to the list of, of guys when I get a chance. They're going to get it. Going to get it later in the playoffs, or is this something that carries over to next it all, year? It all just works itself out. We'll be racing each other at some point, and he'll lose a lot of spots because he's, you know, racing me. All right, well, lucky for us, Kim Coons here on the table, who <laughs> did that interview with Denny Hamlin post-race. So what did you take away from not just William's interview with Parker, but also hearing straight from the horse's mouth with Denny. Well, Denny had an interesting answer saying that he's going to lose a lot of spots mm -hmm. being William if he's racing around Denny. So Denny didn't come out and say straight up that he was going to wreck William. When I get a chance, they're going to get it. Yes, but <laughs> he implied that he was going to make it very hard on them. And I know, you know, We've heard a lot of bark from Denny. We're waiting for that bite. I think we're going to see it before the end of the season. He has now wrapped up this list of drivers that he is not happy with. Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, I think is on that list maybe yeah. too. Yeah. Um, William Byron, that to it. I think it's just going to take the right moment. Denny is a smart guy. He's not going right. to waste a move on a driver and in their day just to do it, just to get him back. He's going to wait and do it when there are high stakes, and it's actual hard racing. He's not going to be blatant and do it when, you know, he doesn't have an excuse to fall back on, yeah. you know, hey, it's super speedway racing yeah. or that sort of thing. That's what I'm waiting for. You need to be careful because if he if he locks himself in yeah. or if he gets eliminated, yeah. either one is not a great not situation, great, no. you know, for, for the other drivers. Yeah. If you guys were Game of Thrones watchers, it's like Arya with her list. We're just marking people off at this point. I mean, if you're Denny, it's like Kim said, you kind of are just like, I think he's plotting and waiting. Yeah. You better watch that. Uncle DH. And if he can take out two birds with one stone, like two of these drivers on the list with mm -hmm. one move, I think, mm -hmm. that, I think we could see that. So basically, NBC, if you could just keep your camera on the 11 <laughs> for the next six weeks, that'd be great. Uh, well, straight non-playoff drivers have won the fourth playoff race in a row. This one obviously being the latest with Tyler Reddick. Unfortunately, the win for Reddick at Texas fell literally just a week short of keeping him in the playoffs. Let's hear what he had to say post-race. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, two points. Uh, you know, the, every, every spot matters in this deal, and, you know, we just had two tough races. This will uh, make that, uh, the pain of not making it through a little bit easier, even though, yes, it, uh, it would have locked us in around eight, but, hey, we're winning races. That's what we'll keep trying to do. So obviously for these non-playoff drivers, a win is a win. It still counts as a win in the NASCAR Cup Series, but they're oh, yeah. taking away the chance for a playoff driver to lock into the next round. All three of us on this table at least had Tyler Reddick making it to our championship yep. four. One had him as her champion. I won't say which one. <laughs> but uh, breaking my heart. It still counts as a win. It's Tyler Reddick's third career win in the NASCAR Cup Series. But are we surprised that the playoff drivers, Mom, I asked you this last week, are we surprised they just cannot get it done? I mean, no. No, I mean, the, the field 
has been leveled with this new car and execution is so much more important. So we already had all the variables of pit stops and race hard racing before, but now it's even more, right? And Tyler Reddick, he's in a very interesting situation. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, tip of, the, yeah, tip of the cap to him for not quitting on his team, like not just mailing it in because they have a weird relationship now. And you could tell those guys are so happy to get another win. Like it means a lot to them still. And you know, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't see Reddick winning Texas, but RCR has now won Texas two years in a row, at least once, I think. No, it was 2020, 2020. Austin Dillon Okay, won. Austin Dillon won in 2020, but they have shown speed at Texas before. So uh, good for them. Did Kyle Busch won in 2020, right? So yes. Technically. Yeah, so te technically, RCR's one. Uh, and if you listen days. to Kyle Busch's uh, Care Center yeah. interview, he's already got it. he's already got his mind on RCR in 2023. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Kim, are you concerned though that playoff drivers? I mean, here is my take on this. I always thought it was a little bit of a disappointment when you don't see somebody lock in. Like when it's not a playoff driver, you're like, oh man, now, but. This year, now I'm like, oh, heck yeah, more, oh, more battle for Talladega and the Robo. I'm with Mamba on the fact that it's not a shocker that we're seeing non-playoff drivers win just because the parody we've seen this season. I am surprised that there is still not a clear-cut playoff driver no. that is our favorite. We are seeing mistake after mistake after mistake from these teams. Nobody has rised to the top, which... To me, it's like every year when the playoffs start, something clicks and these teams bring an extra oomph to it. Mm -hmm. and, and I have not seen that at all this season. I also want to say, Tyler Reddick, could you not have <laughs> like, one more saved week. just one more week? One more week. Oh, you could have given the girl. Right. One R more week. RP, RP was because, the same thing. <laughs> because I think Tyler will win Phoenix. Oh. But to Kim's point as well, there is 30 points that separates one from 12 right now. So that's how close these points are. So not taking advantage of a win for these playoff drivers is for sure hurting them. Yeah, these great on us. The other drivers are stealing playoff points. Yeah. So we're not going to see the same thing we saw in years past where sure. all of these points just get shoved to the next round. We saw right. it after the first round. Three non-playoff drivers took so many of those playoff points yeah. away from the playoff drivers. Mm -hmm. I will say too, every time, so Chase Elliott, to start the two rounds, has had a very poor first race, <laughs> yeah. and it's flipped the deck. So yeah. like, yeah. he had all the Literally. points, and then he lost them all, and then he got them back to yeah. start this round, and then he kind of lost them all again. So uh, that's definitely a, a big, you know, big wrench. Yeah, uh, right now he's the first one to the good. So he would be the last driver into the round of eight. Going into Texas, P1. <laughs> so we're now sitting at P8 for the nine. All right, well, that was all the action on Sunday and led into Sunday night. But Saturday, we saw history in the making with Noah Gregson's fourth win in a row. It came at Texas Motor Speedway. The last time someone won four races in a row in the Xfinity Series was Sam Ard in 1983. Let's Before take a I look. Was born. <laughs> All three of us here at the <laughs> table. Let's take a look at Gregson's recent victories. 
Noah breaks it to the goal side, and Creed, he pulls the video game move. He's in the wall. Can he keep the front line? Here comes Noah Gregson. Creed cannot do it, and Gregson will win at Darlington. And NASCAR is now telling us it is official. Noah Gregson has won his 10th career race, and it comes here at Kansas Speedway. The final time down the backstretch here through three and four. Brandon Jones, can he catch him? No. Noah Gregson wins at Bristol. But it's going to be four in a row. Noah Gregson does it. Well, there are a lot of things that uh, are in common with all of those wins. Noah Gregson, the Xfinity Series, the number nine, and vomit. He has thrown up every single win. So, uh, good on you, Noah Gregson, because I don't know what's happening with the body, but you keep winning. So, obviously, a, a solid year for Noah and uh, a lot of credit to Junior Motorsports, what they're doing right now. Yeah, JRM has set themselves apart from the rest of the field. Noah, we're seeing a different Noah than we saw even at the beginning of the season. You know, when it was announced that he was going cup driving full time next year, mm -hmm. I kind of was like, is he ready for that? And the evolution just this, this year, year that we've yeah. seen from him is, I think, astronomic. Seven wins so far on the season, and we still have okay. races to go. On top of that, Gregson won Phoenix in the spring. So he is going to be a contender when they go playoff or championship racing in Phoenix. Now, He's got to lock himself into the champ for it. We still have to get through another round, but I think it's safe to say Grigson has all but shown us yeah. he can get to that championship <clears throat> four. Champ favorite, for sure. Yeah. So we talk about rivalries, oh, right, no. and, and the Cup Series. Yeah. And uh, Ross Chastain a lot, and when he's going to get his payback. Noah Gregson has kind of racked up some oh. of those as well. Oh, okay. So, you know, he's, they're doing a killer job. Their cars are fast, they're executing, they're doing everything right. But, you know, does the 54, does he have something to say after what happened at Bristol? Uh, the 16 and, and the 9, they both have got together a couple times. Like, the 9 has some people he's got to get through to get Well, the 54 has got some yeah. people he's got to get through, too. That's right. Championship. I mean, so, yeah. like, like, when we get there... <laughs> If the nine's involved, the 54's involved, the 16, and then the fourth person, whoever that driver ends up being, ooh, it's going to be hot in yeah. Phoenix. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Well, they say that the best way to avoid any type of retaliation is just to stay out front. Just so, win. just win the race, Noah. You're doing a good job so far. Four wins in a row, seven this season. Will Gregson win the Xfinity Series Championship in November? We can keep this short and sweet. Is he a champ? Come three months down the road. I think so. I think yes. I kind of wanted to pick Justin Algar because oh, I feel like it's his time. Little Gator. It's between the two of them. Okay. For me. The nine and the seven. Who you got? Yes uh, or no? No. I got no. 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 Are you, are you picking the 54? No. I'm, I'm oh. going. Uh, I'm Josh going Berry? No. I'm just going to go no. through the entire list. <laughs> She's just going to name them all. Eventually she'll get one. Uh, no. Uh, no. Do I have to pick? No, you okay, don't have yes. to do anything. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. And I am also the same as Kim. I think it is stays within the JRM camp. And I think it's either between the nine or the seven. Mm -hmm. Whoever shows up better at Phoenix is my pick for that. Okay. I don't know what's happening here. All right. So uh, setting up a lot of storylines for November. And first, our playoff drivers have to make it through the chaos of Talladega. It's one of my absolute favorite weeks of the year uh and <laughs> now <will> disagree <laughs> now we've just set up for a lot of sleepless nights for the drivers for the crew chiefs but i'm pumped i'm sleeping great 
I'm so excited uh, to get down to Alabama. So let's do our backseat bets presented by BetMGM. Again, you can text 31032, agree with Kim or Mamba, disagree, they don't care, it's still their picks, but backseat bets coming up. So let's get right into who we think is going to have the most success at Talladega. Momentum with Tyler Reddick, or his teammate in the three who has success at Super Speedway Racing with Austin Dillon. Reddick or Dillon? In terms of just who's going to finish higher, I think it's going to be Dillon. Reddick, the last two Dega races for him on the cup side have not treated him well. I don't see anything changing there, and we know how good Austin is at Super Speedways. He won Daytona. I know there were a lot of different things in play there, but he always finds himself Mm -hmm. at the front of the field when we go to Super Speedways, so it's Dillon for me. Yeah, it's AD. I think uh, he does a good job on the super speedways, knows where to put himself, uh, and can get to win races and stay on the racks, which is really the biggest thing, right? So, uh, awesome deal. I always go with momentum. Tyler Reddick. That's my Ooh. only reason well, for that. Mojo. Yep. I also <laughs> want to just credit <laughs> the Bet MGM team because the next mm-hmm. matchup is an interesting one. And Talladega, I will say, is a good place to make it look not intentional. So... We happen to have one of those drivers who, uh, they're going to get it, who's really good at super speedways. So, Denny Hamlin versus William Byron. This is just, let's, let's say this uh, one with, a, with uh, a big old grin on our face. Yeah, I'm going to go DH. Okay. Um, just because I, I think the way he plate races, and mm-hmm. especially this year, is so just, good. He's yeah. really, yeah. really good. He's kind of leveled up in, in the plate races. So, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. I think he's always been a, a decent yeah. driver at super speedways. And we talk about there being so much luck involved in these type of tracks and this type of racing, but there are guys that always rise to the top in terms of being able to do things at these tracks that other drivers can't do. We mentioned AD, Bubba always finds himself up front. Uh, Keslowski, and I think DH is in that category of drivers that just know how to work through traffic, know the type of moves you need to make at these tracks. And so it's a no brainer for me. Sorry, Byron. Yeah, it is also a no-brainer for me as well. Uh, All three on the table here are going Denny Hamlin. When it comes to super speedway racing, I don't know if there's anybody better than Denny Hamlin, in my personal opinion. So give me the 11. All right, next up, uh, Alex Bowman versus Christopher Bell. Both of these drivers are below the elimination line, and they are one point separating the two. So really just throw a dart at the board with this one, Mamba. Uh, I'm going to go with Christopher Bell mainly because he's going to have more help, I think. Uh, yeah, like with, with, with the Toyotas, you well, think? Well, no, no, he's going to have, because there's more of them out. Okay, all right. Right, there's more okay, of them out, so yeah, yeah. Okay. he'll have more opportunity. Unselfish. Yeah, yeah, unselfish. Ah, got not, it. That's not, a good point. You know I mean? That is so a good point. I'm gonna go with him. Break that down a little bit more. Explain that. Okay. What do you mean by that? So, you know, so there's the Chevy teams, right? Sure. So we have uh, Chase Elliott is in. Um, Bowman. Bowman is obviously mm-hmm. in, Willie Byron's B, in, Suarez. and mm-hmm. Larson's in, yeah. and Chastain's in, and Suarez in. So all those they guys all, yeah. need to need yeah. to make points and try to win this race. Yeah. So they are more selfish. Yes, right, they're kind of out for themselves yeah. a little bit more huh. than their teammates versus Christopher Bell, who has at least Martin Truex. I don't know where Kyle Busch falls yeah. on this yeah. list, yeah. but he, he will have some help there. I'm going to use your argument against, against you sure. because Truex <laughs> didn't make the playoffs Winless on the season, winless at super speedways. The thing he wants most is to win at a super speedway. Kyle Busch doesn't care. Doesn't care. Doesn't care about anybody else. Doesn't care about the rest of the season. And I he think, might as well be a shadow. I think at this that point. is going to give him a let's go attitude. 
Uh, the 45s, yeah, they're in the owner's championship, uh, but they're not, so they want well, it for themselves. And then, I mean, Ty Gibbs, who, who knows what he's going to do out there. So I'm using your argument against you to say that Bowman is going to be the higher finisher because Bell's not going to have any help. Fair? Fair. D DH isn't going to help him either. No, but DH, DH is, is going to need the 20 up there to, for his help. Like, so, you know. Yeah, but anyway. I am just going with strength in numbers, and I am going with who, selfish or unselfish, I don't care, but who has the most helpers because that is what we have seen gets you to the final stage at a super speedway race. So for that reason only, I'm going with the Chevy of Alex Bowman. Strength in numbers. Okay. Sorry, Mama. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm used to this. Next one. This one was a tough one for me because mm -hmm. both of these drivers have shown that spark uh, at super speedway racing. <sighs> one has a win at Talladega and has had a lot of success there. So is it going to be the 45 of Bubba Wallace or the 17 of Chris Buescher? I think it's going to be Buescher. Mm. I don't know if that shocks a lot of people. This was a hard choice here because we know how good Bubba is at these type of tracks, but Chris can hold his own too. He and he's got a sure. teammate in Kislowski. Okay, I good. think they're going to help each other uh, endlessly throughout the race. And then Ford's won 10 of the last 14 day races. So, blue ovals. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Bubba. I think that um, they just, he just knows what he's doing on these super speedways. He's put himself in position. They had a shot at it at Talladega earlier in the spring. So I'm going to go with the 45, and they're going to um, have a strong chance at putting themselves into the, the next round. We're crossing our fingers for some good weather, but there is a hurricane slash tropical storm heading in that area, and you know who has some success when it comes to a wet Talladega? So give me both oh. Wallace. I see. I was wondering where we were going okay. with that. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, that has been our backseat bets presented by BetMGM. And now next up is the pick that counts the most. It's the winning pick. There can only be one in victory lane. Will we continue the trend and have five non-playoff drivers? Or will we finally have somebody who locks into the round of eight? Mamba, you get to go first oh. on this one. Uh, I got I, my pick down, written down. Yeah, so I think, <laughs> I think it's going to I have no notes. <laughs> you know, this, I'm off the cops here. Uh, I think it's going to be a 45. I think Bubba, oh. I think Bubba gets it done. <laughs> Everyone's shocked, apparently. <laughs> Like he hasn't won, like, okay. Um, but I mean, they are fighting for something in this, the owner's championship. So if I, a dark horse True, that is sure, completely yeah. out, okay. I'm gonna go with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 Yeah, 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 no, a dark horse. Why do you get horse. to pick two? Because it's a dark horse, and it's Talladega. I might have to roll a backup car out. We got a backup. Can you please He's look like at hanging with the mayor? Can you so see we get what I wrote? Picks. Teeny yeah. tiny so that nobody could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does have it. Oh, she's Can mad. I share my pick? Sure. She's mad so I my it. pick was gonna be full on, not my dark yeah, horse. My solid down. pick, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. If you look at the history of Super Speedway winners, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really tiny. Ago. 16 of the last 19 Super Speedway winners. It's been their first one of the season. I think we're gonna see that this weekend, and it's gonna be RSJ. We know how good he is at this type of racing. We've mm -hmm. seen him win at Talladega. He's been fast though at other tracks too. Yeah, Brian Patty. Yeah. Brian Patty will just throw everything at the wall to see what sticks in terms of strategy. Don't count them out. Uh, it is gonna be the 47 in victory lane. And that's my full pick. He's not a dark horse. I'm gonna reiterate that. <laughs> All right. I am also going to go with 
one pick because that's how it works <laughs> here. Uh, I'm gonna here. go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, the aggression level being extremely high right off of the jump at Talladega, and one of the most aggressive drivers I can think of is the 22 of Joey Logano. So he's atop of the points right now, number one. I think he is P1 at the end of the day. I don't know what it says about Joey. For me to know who you were going to pick right mm -hmm. when you said most aggressive. Most driver. aggressive. I think it's going to come yeah. down to some heavy blocking then. Mm -hmm. Who better than Joey Logano? Well, uh, Joey is one of the drivers that we've been following on the race for the championship on USA every Thursday. Make sure to catch that every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on USA. Here's a sneak peek of this week's episode. We are going to change this sport. Trackhouse battling for the lead. Daniel Suarez is drawn even with Ross Chastain. It's the ultimate dream is what I'm living right now. My only thing is winning race and championships, so that one is up to me. Kyle Busch enters the Coca-Cola 600 race week without a contract. Nothing happens. Am I okay just to walk away? Yeah, I am. The is not doing anything. Yeah, we might crash. All right, so make sure and tune into that this Thursday as well. But then you have a full slate of NASCAR action. All three series will take to the Super Speedway at Talladega this weekend. So we're going to do something fun here on the table. Kim, give me one word to describe Talladega. This is not going to make a lot of people happy, but wet. No, that's not the right <laughs> word. All right, Mama, one word. I'll make people happy. Boulevard. Oh. Oh. Mm. She could have been talking about liquid. Yeah. Not have the beer flowing. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with chaos. That could be the boulevard or on track <laughs> activity. Who knows? Uh, but make sure and tune in to Talladega this Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. The fam will all be there. Make sure and say hi to us. If you see us, just pray for us. I don't know what to say. Uh, but make sure and tune into the race this Sunday. It'll be exciting. And tune into Backseat Drivers every Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We'll see you right back here next Monday. This year, see more. The full field of in-car cameras. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Backseat Drivers. Make sure to rate, review, and follow to stay up to date on each new episode dropping every Monday.